AEW and Kenny Omega send Will Ospreay a cease and desist order over his latest T-shirt. More changes to NXT UK stars' names on NXT 2.0. Plus, the fallout from a fantastic weekend of British wrestling, including TNT Extremes, Project X, OTT's Poetry Slam, RevPro UK's Summer Sizzler 2022, and Progress's 24-7, as well as a look ahead to ICW's Shook's House Party 7. Hello and welcome to TN Tice, a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling. I am the great British attacker, Mr. Andrew Moore, Andy to most, here by myself, just due to timing conflicts, uh, we could not get a, a arranged time to sit down together. I've got a huge show to talk about, there is so much uh, news from uh abroad as well as the uk i'm going to try and get through that i say big weekend for british wrestling just passed four huge shows from you know four of the biggest companies in uk wrestling plus of course then you got icw next week i was out enjoying last weekend's uh wrestling i was at tnt project x i was also at repro uk's summer sizzler so first off starting off i'm going to talk about the new the new merch of course i make shows i always try to do pick up some new merch uh so whilst at tnt extreme you may be able to see just up there next to my bobbleheads and maggot photo sign maggot photo is a cbf hat uh that i got from danny black on the show i did promise him i'd show it off uh as well as a new will osprey t-shirt well actually technically it's an old will osprey t-shirt this is aerial assassin design uh but it was fantastic it was on offer uh Repro UK Summer Sizzler 2022, so I picked it up. It was the last one, thankfully, in my size. Uh, I also got this signed TNT Extreme Project X poster, uh, which Jay gave to me personally, and I'm very grateful for that. Uh, also, big shout out to Jay of TNT Extreme for the superb welcome he gave me for uh, at Project X. It was absolutely uh, outstanding service he was just such a nice guy and the words that he said to me uh, about what we do for british wrestling really meant a lot because uh, we do put a lot of work into these uh shows you know there's a lot of hours go into uh getting all the stories together and compiling it all for you guys and uh you know sometimes you see the see the video numbers they go up and down all the time uh but you know you hear feedback like that uh from what jay said to me and uh it really does help motivate you to continue to go on and continue to do this. And uh, so I really do thank Jay for everything he said to me on that uh, that weekend. That was very kind. He didn't have to say uh, some of the things he said. I'm not going to say exactly what he said, but uh, all I can say is he gave me some very, very kind words and uh, really, really appreciated it. Because as I say, a lot of hard work goes into these. Speaking of which, why don't you like, subscribe, do all the things you do we're supposed to do on a YouTube video. Leave me a comment. Tell me how stupid I am. Tell me how great I am. Tell me how much you love British wrestling. Tell me which shows you're going to. I want to know. We want to make this an interactive show as much as possible. If there are subjects that you want us to talk about, let us know. Uh, now, I guess with that said, I'm just going to get down to it. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. The uh, the saga continues. 
because uh, Kenny Omega and AEW uh, sent apparently a cease and desist order uh, relating to Will Ospreay's newest t-shirt design uh, that was being sold through uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. The design featured Will Ospreay delivering Kenny Omega's patented one-wing angel. On the back, it read better than the best bout machine. The actual image of Osprey delivering a one-wing angel actually comes from Mad Kurt Repro UK live in London 33, uh, where Will Osprey used the one-wing angel and then got uh, then made Mad Kurt kick out before throwing a fake tantrum. I thought it was hilarious. I know some people didn't particularly like it. Even Kenny Omega got caught wind off the uh, clip. Uh, he he literally said. I don't get it. Also pretty childish. Great execution, though. Uh, Will Ospreay, of course, did respond to this quite simply. If you're a... Oh, I'm not monetized. If you're a come to me, I can be a bigger one to you. And that's just a nice rule. Uh, so, But regarding the cease and desist order, <laughs> Will Ospreay certainly had a lot to say uh, on a video that he released on in Twitter. Uh, let's try to go through this. I have just exposed Kenny as an insecure little bitch, said Will Ospreay. It was fine for those guys throwing up the two sweet and got hit with the cease and desist. They continued to poke the bear. When it comes to me doing it, you guys, you have a problem with it. It's because Kenny is a miserable little prick. Uh, he takes it out of me because I'm actually having fun with my life and I'm doing things he's done plus more. Uh, you're also pissed off because the vision you had for AEW has now turned into something you don't like. People are starting to get in the NXT vibes about the joint, or maybe it's because the Joshi girls aren't getting the TV time, but the 205 Live guys are. Uh, now the shoe is on the other foot. You've turned into one of the big boys trying to look down on the little guys. I'm going to keep poking that fucking bear i just exposed kenny omega as everything i've been saying a little fucking cunt uh have a good day kenny you fucking prick wow that was a comment wasn't it <laughs> uh you know this all does technically spark back to comments made by kenny omega uh, this was regarding the decline of uh, NJPW product during the pandemic, uh, pandemic. Uh, as well as recent comments made by Kenny Omega. I think it was on Fightful uh, regarding Will Ospreay. I think the actual tagline was something like, he's really good at moves and got 20 uh, five-star matches that nobody remembers. So look, here's my two cents on this. Well, that's very technically right. You know, young Kenny Omega, probably more the young bucks than say Kenny Omega. They really made a name for themselves, throwing up the two sweets, doing the degeneration X suck it. Uh, you know, they did, as you as it mentioned in the quote, you, they did get hit with a cease and desist of their own about the two sweet. And remember how much fuss they kicked off about that. So it, it is kind of you know will space kind of right he's trying to he's kind of exposing kenny omega for being a bit of a hypocrite a little bit i mean who is my again my personal view who's kenny omega to talk about some of the childish things he's done when he worked for ddt 
And uh, I'm not saying anything bad about DDT, but there's a lot of childishness that does come from DDT. So uh, I'm not sure where he's really coming out trying to say he's childish. Yes, I get Kenny Omega's 40 now. And I do think it is a bit of jealousy from Kenny Omega to Will Ospreay. The two have exactly as many Dave Melts of five stars. And remember, opinions, all wrestling opinions, it doesn't matter. Your opinion matters just as much as Dave Meltzer's. If you don't like something, that's fine. That is your opinion. Just using Dave Meltzer's as the example, he is supposedly, you know, the, the, the number one judge of wrestling. Uh, but again, as I say, just his opinion means as much as you want it to or as little to as you do. You know, Kenny Omega saying that he disagrees with uh, Meltzer's opinion of Osprey. He said that the match, he would only give the matches three and a half stars. So there is a lot to bite there. And I can understand why Will is a little bit frustrated. You know, you do talk about the fact that when this kind of all started was because uh, Will Ospreay said that Kenny Omega was being two-faced. Kenny Omega took him to one side at one point and was like, you're the guy, you're going to be the top. And then went and did an interview where he said not so pleasant things. And he just thinks that Kenny Omega is a bit of a snake. And... uh, as I say, I think that the cease and desist thing is, it is extremely funny. As you say, you know, you have to remember the past and what, how Kenny Omega and the young boss really rose to frame. So who are they really to say anything about what Will Ospreay is doing? Uh, I also thought the spot with Mecca was absolutely hilarious. I know a lot of people just saw the spot. I think you should go and watch the match because the match is bloody good. It's a really good match. Mecca, uh, she really does you know, give it to Willis uh, on a few occasions. So definitely we'll go watch that on the Rev Pro UK, uh, Rev Pro On Demand, uh, two-week free trial. It's well worth it to see that match. And uh, Will Ospreay is the number one heel in the business right now. He is the number one guy in wrestling right now. I, I'm sorry, I don't think there is anybody out there who is performing as weekly, as many great matches as he's, he's having uh doesn't matter who his opponent is he's gonna have a great match and that's an incredible uh thing to be able to do so uh yeah my personal opinion i think will osprey is absolutely right and i think kenny omega is just a little bit jealous of will osprey because will osprey has achieved most of the things uh kenny omega took but is 10 years younger to end the still well, I think he's uh, yeah, he's 10 years younger than Kenny Omega, and he's already accomplished just as much, if not more already. So I think there is a little bit of a niggle towards what how Will Ospreay is doing and the applauds he is getting from Wrestling Press. Uh, so there you go. That's mine. Anyway, let's move on to uh, NXT 2.0. Bear with me. So, uh, again, they have changed uh, the names of NXT UK superstars. I know uh, it was Kaylee Ray uh, became Alba Fry a few months back. And Jordan Devlin has been renamed JD McDunu or something. But. The Grizzled Young Veterans who have been around for a while on NXT and NXT 2.0. Uh, they've had their name joins. They are joining a group called the Diane under, is it Gacy? I think it's Gacy. 
yeah. Uh, sorry, but that James Drake is now Jagger Reed, and Zach Gibson is Rip Fowler. Yes, you heard that. Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler. And apparently they've got one weird contact in each eye, which I, I don't really have any idea what that's about. Uh, but it's just weird. They've been around for a while. You know, Grizzled Young Veterans are one of the best tag teams in the world. Don't care what you can argue me with that in the comments. Really, really, you know, between them and Pretty Deadly. Uh, I'd put those two teams up against FDR, the Young Bucks, any day of the week. I think they're just phenomenal tag teams. Uh, and uh, it's just the way it is. And it's hopefully we'll see some sort of get, maybe get a push tag team title run. Uh, we need them on the main uh, roster. They both deserve to be on the main roster by now. And uh, let's just see where, I guess, the old WWE fan, let's just see where it goes. Now, my real problem with the whole name change and thing is A-Kid is apparently now Axiom. A Power Ranger, the Luchador. You know, I wrote an article a while back. It was literally called How A-Kid Could Be WWE's Next Brian Danielson, or now Daniel Bryan. Well, oh, sorry, then I said, yeah, the next Daniel Bryan for the WWE due to his natural ability, uh, his fantastic technical wrestling negates any size factor slightly a bit more athletic and just again somebody who's having great matches week in every time he stepped in the ring on nxt uk a kid was always the star of the show and uh it's a shame that they've decided to stick him in a mask and make him some power ranger luchador and uh as you can tell i don't like it I really don't. I think it's absolutely terrible. I think it's the worst thing you probably could have done to poor A-Kid, who has all the potential in the world to be one of the best wrestlers in the world, uh, easily. And this is this is silly. This I just I just think he looks silly. And uh, you know, let let me know what you guys think in uh, in the comments. Tell me what you think of these name chambers. Tell me what you think of Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler and the Power Ranger Axiom, because I think it's all ridiculous, and uh, we would love to know your thoughts. Let, let's go on to uh, some fallout from this amazing weekend. As I said, I was at TNT Extreme Project X. It was fantastic. We had. A new champion crowned, uh, a new Ultra X champion crowned on the day. We had the Project X, obviously the Ultimate X in the UK for the first time in over 10 years. Uh, absolute amazing. I can't go through these, all of these matches one by one. There are just two because I would literally just be saying the same thing. These two guys, uh, two young men who put on an absolute clinic of fantastic wrestling and amazing high spots. Two fantastic talents that just 
delivered each and every time they got into that ring. So I, it's so hard to just pick out like the individuals. Uh, but let me try and go through this. So uh, there was a VIP dark match, Leighton Buzzer versus LJ Cleric. The young man, great match. Project X qualifying match, Nico Angelo defeated uh, Kid Lycos 2. Man like the Reese defeated Danny Black. Leon Slater defeated Callum Newman. Just Joe Lando then defeated Maverick Mayhew. We got the special attraction match where Gene Money defeated Scott Garland. Uh, then we had the Ultra X Championship match between Mark Haskins, Robbie X, and Scotty Rourke, uh, which Mark Haskins, as champion, actually managed to come out on top. But then Tom Felwell came in and he cashed in his level up briefcase. Uh, this was brilliant. I did not see this coming. I really didn't think he'd be uh, cashing in on this title on this day. I was literally getting a beer as it was happening. So I can't think exactly how it happened. But Tom Felwell eventually pinned Mark Haskins to become the new Ultra X champion. Then it was the Ultra X, uh, the Project X final. Uh, Nico Angelo, Leon Slater, Man Like Doris, Just Joe Lando. In the end, it was Nico Angelo who came out on top. That was fantastic. Uh, this show was really lots of fun. It did exactly what it went set out to do, and that was uh, to highlight the amazing British uh, Cruiserweights division. And uh, that's exactly what we got. Uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, there was plenty of exciting actions with lots of flips and dives. Yet yeah, no flipping or dive was the same uh, with the competitors doing their best uh, to keep each match original. So we never saw the same suicide dive. We never saw the same corner moon. So the same satellite DDT. Uh, each match presented different high spots, uh, different wrestling spots, and fair play to these uh, young lads who were able to put all of this together. Uh, they're just great, 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 great matches. Narrowly down to the best match of the night would be extremely difficult because it was uh, it was a tough to pick between Leon Slater and Callum Newman or just Joe Lando and Maverick Mayhew. I, I eventually I gave the nod to Lando and uh, Mayhew here. I really thought they uh, put on just an absolute clinic, great technical wrestling, great uh, Hold for hold spots, then some insane high spots, including what I called the sickest flip of the day, uh, which was just Joe Lando hitting a imploding avalanche imploding dragon runner, apparently is what it was called. It was bloody good. It was bloody sick. I tell you that. And then of course there was the full standing uh poison run or avalanche again from oh it was. Jesus, what can I say? Then, okay, the special attraction match, that was a lot of fun. It brought something completely different to the show. Lots of entertainment, lots of chanting, and then lots of dancing at the end. Uh, although uh, Man Like Doris and Danny Black also had a bit of a dance-off before their match. Uh, the, the main, so the Ultra X match, three competitors, really just amazing. Scotty Rourke, Mark Haskins, Robbie X, we're talking about three different generations of amazing junior heavyweight competitors. Uh, 
And Tom Farewell, as I say, coming out. What a moment for the young lad. Uh, the place just absolutely popped as Farewell <clears throat> got the pin. It was it was just amazing. Then the Ulmer X. Wow, just Nico Angelo is my MVP for the show because he injured himself in the first match, yet he would go on to uh, actually pick on and uh, win Project X, which was fantastic for me because I literally said that uh, that is exactly what happened. Uh, it literally... Uh, we gave some predictions for this, both myself, Daniel, and actually, sorry, Stephen Saddam, uh, the beat Tribal Tree for the Big Fat Geeks. We all uh, gave our picks for this show, and it came down to uh, Daniel Allen scored none. Literally didn't score in all five, all eight matches. Uh, I got five for eight, and uh, Steve, uh, big, uh, Tribal Chief of the Big Fat Geeks, got two for seven. So, champion. <laughs> Anyway, uh, look, what's to come next for uh, TNT Extreme? Uh, you, this week, actually, Sunday, TNT Ignition, all eyes on me. Count Solas defends his Ignition Championship against Shreddy. Gia Adams versus Aurora Tevez. Tubit versus Sona Dursen. Tom Farewell and MVK Falcobius versus Sam Bailey and JJ Webb of the Mank Union. Then Alexis Falcon will be defending her TNT Extreme Women's Championship against Lana Austin. You also have Tate Mayfair's looking to uh, carry on his undefeated streak in TNT Ignition against Light Diffuse, Dynamite Lee. That's a great little card. Cam Solis versus Shreddy should be an absolute banger of a match. I I'm always impressed with MVK Falcabius, and not just because I like to say his name. Plus, Tom Farewell is a fantastic young competitor. But Tubit versus Sonic Durston, this is going to be a standout match. This is going to be the one to watch for me. Uh, I hope Tate Mayfez continues his uh, undefeated streak. I'm sure he will. Tateness is greatness. And uh, Aurora Tevez actually replacing the Ava in the match, I believe. Uh, picked up an injury. Uh, I look forward to this little dynamo. She is amazing in the ring. Her and Gene Adams are going to put on a fantastic big, big, Big woman, little woman match. And I'm really, really looking forward to that. Uh, you got flawless victory after that. And that is on the 24th of August. We've literally just had the third entrant for the tournament, which is Jay Joshua of the Dead Sad Boys. Jay Joshua is an absolute beast. He's uh, got an amateur wrestling background. I mean, he could qualify the British Commonwealth Games. He's also got a black belt in karate. He is a real threat. Of course, Tristan Archer and uh, Brendan White have been the other two names that have entered Flawless Victory, an eight-man knockout or submission tournament with a roped chain wrapped arena. Uh, they've got the Summer Explosion, which follows it out on 25th of August. No, no news for that. Of course, Shaman and A versus... Uh, Visage for the chance to face Effie at TNT, GC, uh, TNT Extreme versus GCW, and that will be uh, as part of the TNT Extreme GCW Weekender, which is on the 15th to the 17th of September in Liverpool. 
speaking of that weekend, Tony Deppin is the latest name of being announced for GCW's Liverpool. Uh, that's on the 16th of September because there's TNT Extreme show on the 15th, TNT, uh, sorry, GCW show on the 16th, and then TNT Extreme versus GCW on the 17th. Uh, so Tony Deppin will be joining the already announced Joey Janela, Blake Christian, Alex Colon, Ali Catch, Cole Radrick, jo- Jordan Oliver, Effie, and John Wayne Murdoch. Uh, Shout out, I'm just going to shout out right now Just Joe Lando, of course He is going to be uh, Facing Speedball Mike Bailey uh, On the GCW Homecoming Weekender uh, Which I believe uh, Is in August sometime I can tell you that we will be Speaking to Joe Lando ahead of his scheduled fly out to the United States of America uh, for his US bookings, including, as I say, the homecoming. So uh, look forward to that. Right. Uh, Let's talk some OTT over in Ireland. Uh, My friend uh, Mark O'Brien from uh, Body Slam, a uh, contributor to Body Slam, like myself. Uh, So he was able to provide me some feedback on OTT's Poetry Slam. Oh, sorry, before I go on, TNT Extreme uh, Project X, I gave four sugars out of five. Uh, so OTT's Poetry Slam, uh, I'm go- I've had to condense the notes because I don't have time to read them all, uh, but poetry- OTT Poetry Slam. Scotty Too Hotty defeated Renzo Rose. Uh, so much fun to start the show. There you go. Charlie Sterling defeated Robbie X, both technical and physical strikers. Great pace at the start. Robbie X is very, very athletic, very impressive. Uh, Mother of God, the chops in this match. Great wrestling match. Uh, And Charlie Sterling came out on top. Uh, The Social Elite, uh, there was, I don't know who they are, but apparently there was a segment uh, which was uh, Paul Tracy and Crudis was interrupted by the Flat Lads, Paddy M and Liamo. Uh, this led to a two-and-two match uh, with Sean McGuinness and the other lad. Uh, fun and basic stuff. Uh, shenanigans. Uh, Tracy was clearly the most experienced and comfortable of anyone. Great fun to watch him. Uh, Liamo looking a lot better than Belfast. Tracy came with a cane during the ref distraction to cause the win. It was a fun match. Uh, Velocities defeated Aussie Open to become the Kings of and the Kings of the North to become the new OTT uh, tag team champions. Uh, good on them. Love the King of the North entrance so much. Proper fucking men. Velocities uh, from Australia out next. Aussie Open are fucking class. Velocities extremely oppressive Aussie open are massive lots of flips on the velocities back and forth between the two Aussie teams it's all built to a very hot tag smooth as from both teams and as I say the velocities came out on top couldn't take your eyes off this for a second wow the velocities went that was class uh so wow Sounds like a great match. Be Cool defeats Sammy D, which was a title versus career match. Sammy D putting his title on the right. Be Cool putting his uh, championship, uh, his career on the line. This was a funny promo from Be Cool to start the uh, beforehand. Sammy the villain, Snake Man out next. Very evil man. Uh, Daddy's home stick. Crowd very into this. Uh, Sammy very early with 
Superkick, he's a proper heel. B-Corn, Sammy Dutch was insanity. More bells and whistles than I ever thought possible. Numerous ref bumps, false finishes. Joe Cabri is the ref. I believe Joe Cabri is the owner of uh, OTT. And eventually, Cabri had to call the matches. Uh, B-Corn had Sammy locked in a choke. Uh, then Jay defeated Martina and Speedball, I believe becoming the new uh, gender fluid championship. A great buzz for this match. Martina has the best music in wrestling. Lots of one-upmanship and each doing the same move. Uh, eventually, just Jay and Sessionmoff hits just... Uh, eventually, Jay hits Sessionmoff... Uh, there are lots of tope teasers, uh, but it was a 450 for Dre to set and show off uh, for Jay to pick up the win. Good match. Amari defeats Haskins to become the new OTT champion. A lot of head and neck stomps, bottom roll slingshot. Poor fella getting battered. Vicky Haskins very good on the outside. Haskins is an excellent villain. A lot of Amari fighting back from underneath. Amari hit a flatliner out of nowhere to get to free and new OTT champion. Wow. He gave that sure show for sugars uh so they've got four shows coming up soon i believe uh starting with uh wrestling lives here that's in dublin on the 19th of august uh should be a great show. It's going to set to feature Amari, Tony Depp, and the Velocities. Alexis Falcon looks to be making her debut. Big Demo returns. Current while makes her his return. Session Moth is going to be in action. So is Francesco Akira. Uh, uh, you also then have Unstoppable uh, Road to the Eighth Year. This is on the 21st of August at the in Belfast at the Europa. Kings and Orphan in action. Adam Max said we'll be back in action. Uh, Debbie Keitel, Cara Noir, Session Moth, and more. Then it is the eighth year anniversary. They've got two shows booked for that. Their first show on Friday, the 28th of October. That is in uh, Wolverhampton. Of all, I believe they're making their debut in Wolverhampton. Uh, Dan Maloney will be in action. So will Kid Lycos, Warhorse, Gangrel. And Matt Cardona as well, of course, Mark Haskins. Uh, the same for the uh, second show, which is on the 29th of October at the National Stadium in Dublin. Again, Gangrel will be there. Warhorse will be there. Matt Cardona, Session Moth, Mark Haskins, Debbie Keitel, and more. Uh, lots of good stuff coming up for OTT. Right, I was at Repro UK Summer Sizzler, as I mentioned. That is exactly where I got my new Will Ospreay t-shirt from. Uh, first of all, Luke Jacobs uh, is the new Cruiserweight champion. He brought Michael Oku's record-breaking uh, Revpro Cruiserweight Championship run to an end in front of the Manchester crowd. It was bloody awesome. Just so bloody awesome. Uh, and then, of course, Kip Sabian uh, confronts Pack, which was, again, completely out of west uh, left field. Did not see that coming. Uh, suddenly, the whole crowd was like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? And then you can see down at the bottom, uh, there he is, box on his head, just staring down Pack. It was absolutely brilliant. Anyway, uh, let's get this off and running 
first of all, it was a six-man scramble match uh, for the chance to face Pack for the AEW tight uh, All Atlantic Championship in the main event. Like obviously later in the show. Then uh, this was just phenomenal. Uh, great, great six man. Connor Mills, Will Cruz, RKJ, Robbie X, Callum Newman, man like the race. Uh, Connor Mills picked up the victory at one point. Will Cruz and RKJ fought off to the back. So I'm sure there's going to be more RKJ, Will Cruz just to keep RKJ busy for a little while. I really expect Robbie X to come out here on the top, but uh, I was absolutely wrong Connor Mills picked up very deserving actually I've always uh, rated Connor Mills I think he's just a phenomenal talent I've always thought he's been overlooked for so long as uh, Michael Oku takes up so much of the spotlight not Michael Oku's felt very charismatic dude and uh, but I'll tell you more about that in a little while this was just fantastic my MVP for this match though Callum Newman I think he stood out uh so much in this was just incredible young competitor uh one of the best young competitors right now in the uk is callum newman and uh absolutely deserving of uh, my mvp for that match yoda suji defeated shadow umino this was really good but it was also really really long i did not think the match would go that long and it did and uh it felt long to be honest it was a good match i've got nothing wrong with the actual match overall uh both really put in a shift and this was a great win uh, a fantastic win for yota uh suji now officially part of the legion now officially aligned with gideon gray uh I, i've been loving the whole storyline i was hoping umino would go heel as well and there'd be a, a, a new faction forming but doesn't matter yoda suji picked up the win very deserving as i say but a bit too long oh by the way on the ott show marco brian scored it four sugars uh then sunshine machine defeated lycos gym to retain their rev pro uk tag team championships this is really good typical sunshine machine lycos match we've seen it quite a few times now phenomenal talents put it on every time they're in the ring uh and it was just uh, just another lycos gym and sunshine machine match i think Kid Lycos picked up an injury because he left the ring very, very quickly. And I, I think he did have to pull out the progression was replaced by Kid Lycos too. Anyway, Francisco Kira defeated Speedball White Bailey. And my God, how good was this match? Definitely. Uh, yeah, it's going to be my match of the night for this show. Uh, Francisco Kira and Mike Bailey really, really did uh, kick the crap out of each other. Went a little long, but great win for Akira. Uh, great outing for Speedball Mike Bailey, though, as well. Uh, there was the intermission, then there was the second half. Alex Windsor defeated uh, Alexis Falcon to retain her women's championship. This was a short, uh, one of the short matches of the night. Oh, it was a very good match. Alex Windsor and uh, Alexis Falcon showed the world why they are uh, two of the best in the UK right now. Luke Jake defeat Michael Oko, as I mentioned earlier, becoming the new Cruiserweight champion. I'm not surprised they do this, did this because, uh, wow, Michael Oko got 
booed out the building by the Manchester fans, something he's certainly not been used to in a RevPro UK ring. Uh, the Manchester crowd was heavy, heavy in favour of Luke Jacobs. I am literally surprised we didn't see a side note said if Luke Jacobs loses, we riot. Uh, but, you know, great, great match. Absolutely brilliant brilliant match in fact you know i'm changing my uh mv uh my, my match in the night show sorry francisco you know people my baby out completely luke jacobs michael oku was just phenomenal velocity versus aussie open this was very very long again i've got nothing against velocities they are really good tag team they do a lot of incredible phenomenal Moves, I just don't buy them against Aussie Open because they are quite clearly a junior heavyweight tag team. If There was no way uh, Andy would book either of these guys to defeat uh, Kyle Fletcher or Mark Davis in heavyweight matches, singles matches. I don't think they should be booked to lose a singles match against this. Anyway, the Velocities came out as uh, the great British tag winners. I say this was really good. I'm not going to not gonna deny it. I'm just going to say it takes me out a little bit. I kind of just don't I find it hard to buy it. I think they are quite clearly a junior weight heavyweight team. There's no way if this was an NNJPW ring, there's no way that they would defeat the Aussie Open. Uh, then it was the main event, Pack versus Conor Mills. Slightly shorter than I expected. Conor Mills gave great showing for himself, though, and uh, at the end of the day, just came up short. But problem is with the matches, nobody's probably talking about how good Conor Mills was in that match. They're all talking about the fact that Kip Sabian showed up and confronted Pack. Uh, hopefully, this could be the first big title defense for Pack on AEW. Dynamite. But overall, what can I say? It was fantastic. I'm going to have to give it four sugars. And uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, what's next for them? You've got live in London, 64 on the 7th of August. No card names and name or card announced yet. You've got live in Southampton. Uh, on the 14th of August, again, no names or cards have been uh, announced yet. Then, of course, there is the anniversary show on the 20th and 21st of August. I believe RKJ will be facing Will Ospreay for the British RevPro UK Undisputed Heavyweight Championship. Uh, but at the same time, RKJ must put his RevPro UK career on the line. Huge, huge implications for that match gonna be good gonna be good gonna be really good at the end of the day uh now no one was actually at progress 24 7 for that uh but we do have the uh, results for the night and uh, of course we've got the fallout from everything that happened uh just have to bear with me one second so i can get it up because i forgot to put it up already Bad, Andy. Terrible. This is not going as well as I would have hoped. Here we go. It's coming. Uh, so, Sunshine Machine defeated RKJ and Leon Slater to, to retain their tag team championships in their first defense. Maggot defeated Charles Crowley. I saw a fantastic picture of the fact that uh, Maggot had stolen Charles Crowley's gear. Brilliant photo. 
Uh, Nick Wayne defeated Robbie X. Lana Austin and Eliza Alexander defeated Raven Creed and Alexis Falcon. Uh, Progress World Championship match. Chris Ridgway defeated Dean Allmark. Uh, and the Progress Women's Championship match. Kanji defeated Laura DiMatteo. So each of the champions uh, had a successful defense on their first outing at Progress 24-7. Then, of course, it was the Thunder Bastard match, which Spike Drafei won, uh, defeating Dan Maloney, Gene Money, Danny Black, Manly Doris, Axel Tiska, and Kid Lycos, too. There were, of course, shenanigans in place. It is, after all, Spike Drafei uh, with regards to Dan Maloney. So I don't expect uh, Spike Drafei to cash in quite yet. Uh, so, world of fallout from this show, of course, Chris Ridgway, uh, Kanji Sunshine Machine all successfully retained their championships on the first time of asking. Kanji may have come away with the victory in her championship match, but she was actually assaulted by her opponent uh, following the match, which Laura DiMatteo and uh, Progress Management have set another match for their Sheffield show, Copperhead, uh, part of the Deadly Viper Tour, which is on the 13th of August. So, Laura Demetrio will once again challenge Kanji. Young Nick Wayne picked up a victory in his first match in the UK and Europe, uh, defeating one of the best junior heavyweights in the UK. Do I agree with this? Probably not, but I heard it was a phenomenal match. Uh, Robbie X replaced Swerve Strickland in the last minute, who was unfortunately unable to make the show due to travel disruptions. Uh, there were travel disruptions on the fact that of uh, on Nick Wayne's uh, flight home. Uh, I know there are stories out there. I'd definitely go check that out. As I say, Spike Trevay winning the Funded Bastard match does mean he is technically the new number one contender. I believe they have given him a key. So, uh, speaking of Spike, he was not happy with the fact that Tom Dawkins was not able to make the show, uh, made the point to revel in more of Dawkins' misery, calling the former... Uh, Curran Noir unprofessional uh, Dawkins was scheduled to face LK Messinger, who ended up facing Big Guns Joe. Big Guns Joe picked up the victory, bringing LK Messinger's current losing streak into double figures. Uh, Lana Austin finally got one over on Raven Creed following uh, many failed attempts over the last few weeks. As I say, I can't give uh, an actual... <laughs> review of it i haven't seen it yet I'm, i will do when it is available on demand and on the wwe network so what's next uh progress they kick off their deadly viper tour on the 13th of august in sheffield uh with a copperhead uh show following Oh, no, sorry. Sheffield show is Copperhead. This is followed by Cottermouth on the 14th of August in Newcastle. The tag team titles will be on the line uh, at Copperhead as Sunshine Machine defend the titles against the Greedy Souls, uh, Danny Jones and Brendan White. Great tag team. A huge six-man tag match has been set for Cottermouth uh, as Northwest strong team of Chris Ridgeway, Luke Jacobs and Hayata uh, faced the 0121 team of Dan Maloney, Manlike Doris, Leon Slayer. That's going to be a fantastic match. That's going to be in Newcastle. I'm going to be at that show and I'm going to enjoy that match. Very much so. Actually, returned to the Electric Ballroom on the 28th of August with Chapter 139. 
Warriors come out and play. Uh, Santos Jr. will make his return to action in our progress ring, having previously returned. That's an enforcer at the Atlas tournament. Great to see Santos Jr. back. Walter's favorite wrestler, of course. Uh, Ricky Shane Page is the first name to be announced for progress when they come to Wales for wrestling golf Madrid in that order. Uh, then back to the electric ballroom for chapter 141. Handshakes and cheeseburgers where Effie will be making his debut at that show. Uh, which is on. Sorry, I don't, don't have the date for that one. Terrible. I'm just going to have to move on. Do apologize. I don't have the date for that. Uh, on the 24th, or, uh, sorry, the 27th of September, Progress will be at the Dome in Tufnell Park uh, with Return of the Clock, uh, Return of the Fly. Chris Brooks will be in action. It is ICW's In Your Hoose. Uh, seven uh, this Friday and Saturday. It's a two-night show. Uh, we have the full card here for you. ICW in your who's seven. Night one, Wolfgang versus Dad's Black is a VIP dark match to get there early for that one. Chris Bungard faces Thatcher Wright. Mark Haskins versus Stevie James in a two out of three falls. Aaron Echo versus Levi. The young team, which is Jimmy Pierce and Logan Smith, fates the KOE, King Killering. Kai Williams King. Leighton Buzzard versus BT Gunn in a Asylum Insanity match. Shikel Sharm will face Martin Kirby and Molly Spartan puts her women's championship on the line against Session Moth Martina. Then there's a number one contender match for the Zero G Championship. LJ Cleary versus Luke Cairo versus Theodorus. Uh, some really great matches there. Shikel Sean versus Mar- uh, Martin Kirby will be really great to watch. Molly Spahn versus Session Moth. Uh, that is going to be an absolute banger, as will be Mark Haskins versus Stevie James. But Wolfgang versus Daz Flack on the VIP Dark. What a, what a way to get people into the show early. Uh, moving on to night two, Lana Hot. Lana Austin will face Holly Hudson in the VIP match. Uh, you've got Sakib Ali versus Jackie Polo. Charlie Vice and Ian Skinner versus Grado and Ravy Davey or Degeneration Gregs. Uh, Jason Reed versus Andy Wilde. It's been a storyline I've been very much interested in. That should be a great match. Kings of the North uh, will face Luking Sharp and Krager. Uh, should be a great match. Tag Team Championships will be on the line. Dylan Fawn defends the Zero G Championship against Daz Black. Kez Evans defends the heavy ICW heavyweight championship against Jack Jester. Uh, should be a great, absolute fantastic show. Uh, well, I've got some further roundup news from around the scene. Try and get through this as quickly as I possibly can. Kicking things off, UKPW Summer Jam in Chatham on this Friday. Colin Mills will def- uh, challenge Danny Black for the Interregional Championship. You know that's going to be a great match, Colin Mills versus Danny Black. 
then on Sunday, the 31st of July at UKPW's Battle of the Bay, Herm Bay, the interregional champion, whoever it may be, Connor Mills or Danny Black, will face Maverick Mayhew. Whoever faces Maverick Mayhew, Danny Black, if it's the CPF boys, your close personal friends, you know that's going to be a great match. Connor Mills, Maverick Mayhew, again, it will be a phenomenal match. Whichever way this goes, uh, I would get over and see those shows if you can. Uh, Summer Jam in Chatham and uh, Battle of the Bay, Herm Bay. Go check that out. Uh, Discovery Wrestling. So the Pure Championship will be on the line, the Wrestle Carnival Pure Championship, that is. Uh, Chris Ridgeway uh, versus Ian Skinner. Uh, the match was announced a couple of weeks ago, but it has just been announced that the match will now be a Pure Championship match. Congratulations, Ian Skinner. I know he is dying for that match. Other matches include She Wolves versus Sesh Money, which is Session Rock Martino and Gene Money, the first City Saints versus the Kings of the North, Caleb Valhalla versus Will Cruz in a big slappy meaty match, and Jack Morris will be in action, as will champion Joe Hendry. Uh, Kamikaze Pro Wrestling, George Lydon will defend his Kamikaze Live Championship against Luke Douglas for the first time at Kamikaze Live 28 on the 14th of August in Birmingham. Pro Wrestling Chaos, uh, they're coming off the back of an, uh, another sold-out show. Uh, they let the Chaos Generator roll as Pro Wrestling Chaos Signature event returns to the King's Oaks on the 24th of September in Bristol. So Danny Jones, Charlie Sun, Tate Mayfair are the only ones that have been named and will be in action. The final fighter entering the Grand Prix tournament is Kev Lee for Senshi Kingdom. I'm really, really looking forward to this. He's joining Lewis Johnson, kickoff in Skinner, and the babyface pitbull Sam Smitten. Uh, each competitor will compete in three rounds in a total in three match. Uh, sorry, will compete in three matches in total in one night. Points are awarded for each match for say KO or submission will get you 10 points. A referee stoppage, eight points. A count out will get you seven points. A DQ victory, six points. And if it comes to a time we draw both uh guys get five points. Uh really, really looking forward to this. This is part of essentially Kingdom's debut show on the 26th of August. As I say, uh Kev Lloyd joins Lewis Johnson, kick off Ian Skinner, and the babyface, but all Sam, Sam Smith and Downs should be uh, really fun. I really wish I could have got over to uh, that this month, but I can't. But I have exciting news to the fact that Kev Lloyd, we will be having Kev Lloyd on our show. We're going to be talking lots about Sensi Kingdom and, of course, his career so far, including competing for the likes of WXW Germany. Uh, British Wrestling Revolution have announced Underground 11 at the Casablanca Club in Grimsby. Uh, this is on the 19th of August. New BWIR heavyweight champion RKJ will be in action, as will new women's champion Tonga. Uh, plus, Matt Myers, Will Cruz, Lana Austin, Tubit, and Rob Drake. Resurgent Wrestling's Man Like Reese will defend his Art House Championship at the Resurgence Rumble on the 6th of August. It is a triple threat match against Harry Singh and Kid Lycos. Uh, speaking of the Resurgence Rumble, uh, Tonga and Santos Jr. have now entered the fray. Plus, Chris Ridgeway will be having an open challenge. I don't know who will be stupid enough to uh, 
uh, answer that challenge for Chris Ridgeway, but he might put the Wrestle Carnival Pure Championship on the line. Soft Pro Wrestling have added one more match to their first, uh, and it's another first time ever match. Tom Farewell will face Maverick Mayhew. That is at their debut show first reign on the 1st of October. Uh, great match. Yeah, really looking forward to that one. Maverick Mayhew versus uh, Tom Farewell. Take my money. Uh, unfortunately, I will be in Germany at the time, so you can't take my money. But get yourselves down to Soft Pro Wrestling for first reign on the 1st of October. Uh, Wrestle Carnival. Pro Wrestling Noah Stinger teammates are set to collide at Wrestle Carnival's anniversary show on the 7th of August. Chris Ridgway faces Hayata. Uh, you can check out uh, me doing the preview episode alongside Jonas podcast uh, for Wrestle Carnival where I speak about uh, the upcoming match in lots of detail let me just say it is a great match and uh, I give a great view anyway uh, recently added to Wrestle Carnival's Charles Crowley's Fun House on the 11th of September is the match between Joseph Connors and Brady Phillips yeah again great match uh, United Wrestling have reminded everyone that Mark Haskins will face CJ Carter for United Wrestling Championship on day six. Light it up. Uh, that is on the 21st of August in Oxford. Entertainment Wrestling Association. Uh, there will be hard hitting match that you love, and it'll be the Wolf of Brawl Street, uh, Alexander Roth versus Niwa. Uh, this is, this will be a war. Uh, it is in High Wycombe at British Bash on the 17th of September. Lancashire Wrestling Federation it is nearly time for LWS biggest event of the summer. Uh, on the 20th, 20th of August, it will be LWF Summer Smash 2022. Lana Austin will be teaming with Harley Hudson to face the LWF Women's Champion Jenny B and her partner Aurora Tevez. If Lana and Harley can pick up the victory, Lana will get another shot at the championship. Other matches include Lachlan Sharp versus Rob Drake. I think this rivalry dates back to uh, uh, the winter show that myself and Dan went to. Sorry, I can't remember the actual name of the show, but it was a great show. Really enjoyed it. Uh, LWF doing some great things over in Lancashire in Chorley. Sacrifice Pro Wrestling, the lads, the lads that is, will challenge uh, Alex, sorry, Alex Echo and Ben Jones, the lads, will challenge for the Saints of Sacrifice Championships, which is Sacrifice Tag Team Belts. Uh, they face the current champions, Act 2, uh, Jack Nuss and Benjamin Harlan. Uh, this is at Sacrifice Pros, the naughty window on the 7th of August, which is in Bedford. Roy Johnson and David Grant will be providing the big men slapping me action on that night. Plus, it's double jeopardy too, as Alexander Roth puts his SP briefcase on the line against Kyle's Kingley, Kyle Kingsley's loser weight. Plus, uh, great, just last story here to talk about two companies who have decided to work together, and that is Modern Nomad Pro Wrestling and No Mercy Wrestling. Uh, no Mercy and Modern uh, Nomad Pro Wrestling will be working together to bring you a full day of graps to Cardiff on the 21st of August. First with No Mercy Show, send it to the internet at the pit, and then you've got Modern Nomad Pro Wrestling Frankenstein Monster at the Bingo Hall. Cardiff, great to see British wrestling's uh, promotions working together. We talk about it many times. Uh, it's it's much better for you guys to be out there supporting each other, helping each other, and making the scene uh, the best scene it can possibly be. And uh, I'm sure it will get that way 
again with that said i just got one last thing to say to say and that is don't feed the trolls <laughs>